Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. Now, here's your host, Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Hello, this is Michael Anthony Ingram. Welcome to the program. Tonight, my very special guest is Matthew Discovia. Matthew, are you with me? Yes, sir. I'm here. How's it going? I'm going pretty good. Pretty good. I'm glad that you're here tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's an honor to be part of a great show and have all these beautiful listeners ready to be in tune to what I have to say. Beautiful. Now, what I'd like to do is to ask you the very first question. What is poetry? To me, poetry is more than the ability to just use our emotions and go into tune with the person that we are to share our story and bring us together. And honestly, I feel like it speaks in a depth of volumes on who we are. To me, poetry, it goes beyond speaking in terms of art and everything that relates to who we are. Sorry, excuse me, I bit my tongue on that part. But That relates yeah. to who we are. Tell me yes, a little sir. bit more about the art piece. What... This is my question. Why do you think mm-hmm. it's important? There's a little nuance from the first question. Why is it important? What does it help us do? I feel like it helps us I feel like it helps us explore our inner needs and it gives us that that stepping stone to our foundation on building who we are, building more of who we are and how we can di- dissect those needs and work with them in order to function properly and keeping the vibration of this world higher. Well, all right. Constantly go ahead to make it, make sure it goes higher. My my apologies. All right. Well, as you think about your body of work, what are some of the predominant themes? What are some of the predominant themes? Well, yes. let's see. Honestly, the predominant themes I would have to say, in my opinion, I try to keep. I more or less. I mostly write about love, and I try to work on, like, things that revolve around knowing your self-worth and being able to express yourself, knowing that knowing that you have the ability, you have the ability and the power to do anything that you want, and it all starts with your mind, and knowing, knowing that if you can embrace everything that it is, that you love about yourself and you're willing to use this accordingly to do good, you can do a lot of amazing things. Mm, I like that. I like that. Thank you. All right. That's very, very important. Very important. Now, as you think about your work, how does a poem begin for you? Is it with an idea, a form, or an image? Honestly, it it can honestly begin with anything. I'm inspired by everything from the elements that surround us to events that occur in everyday life like sometimes i just free write off of just what like as soon as i wake up how do i feel okay well i woke up i feel crusty i feel tired but hey i'm gonna i'm gonna put crusty and tired into a poem but i'm gonna gonna make it relatable to what somebody else experienced like in their life to, to a certain event and make it all make it funny but yet all relatable to the point in which like those emotions 
that I had that was based in the beginning that I want them to relate to are still maintained and it's followed throughout the entire piece. All right. Well, please share a poem. Okay. Um, honestly, the two pieces that I did have in mind for tonight, and once again, thank you for having me part of the show, I was going to introduce Break These Chains, my poem in regards to human trafficking, and my second piece would be enough. But if I have a moment of your time, I would like to go ahead and read Break These Chains. And here we go. I'm actually pulling it up my phone as we speak. Mind you, I'm having a little bit of issues with this one because this phone phone is new. Okay, here we go. Break these chains. Why should I fear the very world responsible for bringing my essence to life? Where does my voice hold the most power? It's the only safe place residing inside the confines of my own troubled mind. Imprisonment, torture, continuous mistreatment. She's only a baby. He's only a baby. So tell me, what do you stand for? For I will not bow down. I will not grovel on my knees when there are children in need. I will fight for their honor and the name of salvation. Because your lies are murdering us all. Your neglect is corrupting us all. Your silence is putting up more walls. Armed with a sword of light in these dark times, I pray to our immortal universe that our black market crash has crashed with the biggest fall. And in the name of Elijah, please bear with me. If my time may come now or sooner, many wounds I take upon myself to suture. Every dimension will remember these words. Stop killing our children of our future. In. Wow. Break these chains. Break these chains. Tell me more about the creation of that poem. Well, honestly, the cycle, the cycle amongst us, like, as I mentioned, well, before in previous pieces that I wrote related to this matter, we're... You have two choices in life. You could be on the side of light or you could be on the side of dark. What I feel that we should do, for not just for mankind, for humankind, we should all be willing to break the cycles, torment, destruction, animosity, everything that hinders us because these very things are not, it's not part of life. These aspects that's whole, that confines us and condemns us to fault each other for unnecessary things and fight over trivial matters, this is not what makes us human. These animalistic ways shouldn't be part of our nature. What Another thing that led me to really consi- consistently put my energy in putting this piece out there was just knowing that I could shape somebody's mind to think differently. Maybe somebody could relate to this, and hopefully it could change a trafficker's mind on doing the wrong thing. I know that you are a certified anti-human trafficking ambassador. Tell me about that program, and tell me about your participation in it. Well, the CHTA program, 
the program that I went through to obtain my certification. It's honestly a 12-week program. However, you're, it's designed for you to do it at your own pace. Me, personally, I completed the program within three weeks, three weeks time. And I'm telling you, like, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but has more, like, has a highly acceptable chance of succeeding, succeeding through this program with flying colors. No pun intended. I, I did it. <laughs> and another thing I would like to say about the program was a very educational and, and phenomenal experience. Um, the, the administrators, they were very, they were very helpful with additional information and sources to learn, to learn from in regards to trafficking. Because another thing on the site that caught my interest is equality rights. And what I can tell you, what I can't tell you mostly about trafficking is I want I can't stress the essence out about this enough. Like I feel that we as people we all should be on the right we should be on the opposing side of this. You shouldn't have to worry about anything happening to your child at any time of night. I mean, think about Las Vegas for for example. Like it's a city that never sleeps, and in some places. You don't really have to worry about anybody being like in your face or get or getting snatched up like that because it's it's actually a comfortable environment to some extent. To some extent, I, I want and I wish all places were like that, but we can't we can't have that with the way the world is. But for the most part, I can't tell you that's one aspect I'm willing to change. We're here to provide safety and entertainment. We're here to make a change that's going to move minds and have people evolve to be, to do more and be better. Cause that's all I wanted as a child. I was stripped away from my security and privacy. So I don't want anybody else to go through that. This is why I use my I understand. Very nice. Very nice. Do you have another poem for us? How many poems did you prepare for tonight? Um, I do have break these chains available, but I can actually pull up a, I can actually make some magic happen and pull something else up if you like. I'd love that. <laughs> okay. Honestly, um, let's see. I'm going to actually pull, break these chains right now, and maybe afterwards I can hit you with some magic, if you know what I mean. That's a pun for some of us that already know that I am one with the magic. You're right. Okay. <laughs> All right. My second poem, I promised everyone, because I'm pretty sure we all can relate. We all had enough of the things that's going on in this world. I certainly am for the most part. Okay, here we go. Enough. Black lives never matter to you, huh? And hating on Asians is doing what for you now? Latino community, I feel your pain even more so still. I never wanted to admit it. But I hate going to Walmart. So, peep this, right? We on land, right? Living on a rock. And we find it necessary to fight over dirt. And other trivial matters. Womp, 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 womp. I probably sound like an adult talking to a child from the Peanut series if I uninterest you. But please forgive me. My English is not perfect for all of us was forced to make a place not meant for its home. United the state, united in the states we stand, right? 
but I refuse to become confined and conditioned to a state of mind where I should withhold my opinion or not fight for what I believe in. But you, you should fight and believe in your story because it holds your purpose. When it comes to any of us, you can listen to whoever you want. Live your life. Have fun. Be free. Life. Living it freely every day. But maybe you should take your own advice, Escovia. But it's so hard to hear you over the fact when my ideas crash and the thoughts of doubt, my brain constantly screaming at my heart, nobody listens to me. Misunderstandings occur. It's not about what is said. It's the concept. And our words cast spells to let your actions take you to great lengths to succeed and prevail because there's only so much our words can do only in paper or in text. What is right, I ask you, from taking from all that is left? I've been holding my composure all behind this mask because I'm Better off anonymous, and all sides of me must stay dominant, navigates nicely through the nonsense, and it feels like there's no other option, but <laughs> I'm allergic to bull, and I'm ignorance and tolerance. I'm not religious, but I noticed there's a war going on between the Christians and the agnostics, but what could a God do? An interference could raise a universal conflict. I do have faith in the future, but big brother, what is it now? Our future leaders, what do we do now? Do we fight the system? Do we override it? Oh, my God, too many questions for the system to handle. System error, system error, system error. Time to reboot. Just allow me to plead the fifth. Now, I understand the difference between polar opposites, but all these people in control, who is going to be the one to break these chains? I'll break a wall before I burn a bridge, abolish child slavery and rape culture because I never supported any of this. I prayed for strength. And I promised my future children before life was even given, my inner peace would benefit more than just one life. So keep living, because I'll never jeopardize anyone else's security unless they deserved it or caused harm unto a child. Safety and love should be normalized. Times have changed. People remain the same. We're still searching for love when it exists and it's around our essence, but maybe that will forever be our biggest struggle as humans. But you bicker about having common sense while it's not even fully localized or utilized. And there are matters in which myself or any degree cannot come to terms on offering helpful hands to just compromise. I will seek the truth and all formalized life. I will give anything for these babies. I'll live for these babies. I'll die for these babies. We are part of a movement on the rise. A new wave of change is coming. The light of a glorious star lives more than just one soul. And the time is now. Enough. Enough. See, I got emotional. (laughs) You got some more? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Oh, great stuff. But I mean, it, did, did you finish that particular piece? Is that finished? Oh yeah, that's it. That's, I'm done. Oh man. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. You're fine. I was You're so fine. wrapped up, wrapped up in it that uh, it's an epic work, extremely powerful, extremely powerful. Tell me Thank more about you. the genesis, the creation of it. 
Well, actually, I was really in a dark place when I came up with this piece. And uh, believe it or not, <laughs> it was actually, it's funny in a cosmic sort of way because I was actually, I was actually really, cause I was actually overwhelmed by my own anger. But at this point, mm. I just told myself, okay, wait, this, today, today is not the day you can go to the gym and take it out in the bag because one, the car broke down. Two, it's too hot to walk. So, you know what? Just sit there and just come up with this. Put pour, pour all your fire into this writing. Don't burn the house down, but do that instead. <laughs> and therefore, we have the creation of enough. Wow. What did you learn about yourself from writing that piece? I learned that hmm, it's funny. Um, I guess going back to from a personal perspective, I'm not as even my dark side is not as dark as I thought it would be because we all have a dark side that whether we embrace it or not, we do have that part of us that we, we uh, are nature to us that we don't like to exactly show people or, you know, we keep concealed to a mild extent. And I was actually comfortable with letting this side of me come out. Like, that's like obsessed with dark humor in a way. And I realized through this piece, not as much of a bad person, I think. This is what I want to change mm-hmm. about the world. And I feel like this piece delivers a very powerful point in showing on how I want to do so. From Coming from the fact that with the events that inspired the poem, like, you can't forget about El, the shootings that occurred in El Paso. And, well, I, I don't really want to go off into terminology on all that because, like, it, it, it shakes me up thinking about it. Well, right. yeah, just... And up, leading up to recent events that we just had in general that we, that we see on news, this inspired me to come up with this piece in a way of how I would handle it, but in a nonviolent way. That makes yes. sense. Yes, yes, and, that, and that's an important point to make. Poetry does yes. allow you an opportunity to to vent in a way that is not destructive to the system. Exactly. And, exactly. I, and I don't mean the system at large. I mean your own personal makeup, your own way of being. Yes, sir. Thanks for sharing that. Well, let's take a. It's like you read my mind. Too, we'll be right back, okay? Yes, sir. All right. Strong emotions. Mm, 
I'm going to be honest. I I want to say, hmm, I want to say yes, you can still consider yourself a poet regardless if the emotion is involved, but that's the key element when it comes, that's essential to writing to me. When Well, in general, when it comes to de- developing a piece, you got to make sure you have the emotion there. And honestly, you, that's one of the many things you can't, you can't detach yourself or stray away from when it comes to putting your stuff, when it comes to involving your passion per se in this particular field, if you ask me personally. All right. Now, all great writers, and I'm including you in that number, have great writing influences. Who are some of yours and what makes them great in your eyes? Okay. James Patterson, for the most part, I'm his series, and what makes him great? He's one of my one of my favorite artists, by the way. Um, I love the way he just he knows how to put a storyline together from start to finish, and he's really detailed when it comes to like like putting imagery in mind. Because before that was that was an issue with me and my descriptive abilities, Be, like setting imagery, you know, putting putting setting behind the words and all. Um, even and even developing like rhyme structure, I I more or less like learned I learned that from him just by reading a couple of stories and work and working his way, kind of like his way of writing in accordance to my own. Anyone else? Oh, Stephen King definitely for sure, and Robert Frost. He's a, he's another inspiration of mine. He, uh, one piece in particular, he wrote a poem called. Ice Fire, that's what actually gave me the inspiration to write, a piece, to write my very own piece called Ice Fire as well, which I can also share with tonight's segment if you have time. I'd like but, that. I like that a lot. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. And that piece actually brings out the strong sense of duality that's, that's within, well, not just within myself, but I feel like it speaks in general for everybody. Um, yeah, as I was saying, he's another, he's another great influence. Uh, celebrity influences in Kirk, uh, well, consists of Kendrick Lamar, Denzel Curry, uh, Pop Smoke, Do I, should I go on? <laughs> we could be here all day. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. You know, when you think about writing, I know when I think about writing, sometimes it exhausts me because right. I'm pulling so much out of myself and putting it on paper or typing it in. Does writing energize or exhaust you? I want it gives me that it gives me that mixture of both. But when that's when something's really heavy on me, it really helps for me to just write everything out. I feel I feel like I'm doing more than just putting my soul into my to, to my work. I, I mean, I invest everything my time, my sweat, my tears, everything my my energy, my intent for the blessings to come from overall protection and healing process. Not just for what I'm going through that's being elaborated on within the writing itself, but for good fortune to come to everybody. Because through my writing, I I try to heal, and that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we should be doing that with our with our empathic abilities. We should be healing each other, helping, spreading knowledge, spreading wealth. Because honestly, money, wealth to me, money doesn't make me happy. People, okay. emotion, love that makes me happy. Mm. It's very nicely stated, nicely stated. Let's go back in your past, all right? 
What was an early experience where you learned that poetic language had power? This this came to me when I want to say, yeah, my time at eight eight years old, eight years old in the second grade, and I honestly I was having a bit I was behind I was behind a couple of grades in reading because I didn't take it so seriously and. People picked on me with the way I sounded because I had a speech impediment, like, and it took me a while to work with it. But getting back to that, um, it's something that that I I, I basically battled with a lot. But I noticed that my weakness became my greatest strength once I realized, okay, I can do this. I can actually do this with with writing if I just practice my pronunciation. All this. And learn from here how to how to put these words together mm-hmm. with with the story that I have in mind. I could come up with successful pieces. This means a lot to me because I didn't have the chance to utilize communication as well in my setting. I yes. was always it was always go do this, go do that. All right, dinner table discussion. There were there wasn't any. <laughs> Mom stayed mm-hmm. at work, and Dad walked out when I was three. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. Wow. Do you have another poem, my friend? Yes, sir. Um, as I mentioned before, we we're leaving. We we're leaving on a note that I do have magic, right? And yes, it's a particular rhyme piece. And honestly, what inspired this piece was the fact that friend told me every time I'm around you, something supernatural occurs, or we just end up having a miracle. And I was like. I guess you, I guess we can thank my magic, but I'm not the only one to have it. We all do. And he's like, no, he's like, I don't believe in magic. You believe in love, right? You got me there. Exactly. <laughs> well, here we go. Magic. I've rolled the dice since my youth. And life's been hard, but I never let it slide as an excuse. These two-faced people will never see the right way without the eyes of truth. But if you froggy, you better jump in the game. So let me loosen the boot and for lift that flame on. We're burning the roof. Because I set it off automatic like an added with the habit. Let me have it with a touch of magic. I can reverse this curse that made it all so tragic. Cut the line of madness in the saddest because you boys be bumping that noise in the book. You boys be bumping that noise on the net. But if you smooth, then it's a bet. You can put that on your set for if you want. Oh, excuse me. Put that on your set if you want. Count the money as it comes, hide it, binge it under the matches. I'm adding on to the game because I'll subtract anything. And we can go head to head, neck to neck. None of you guys want that static. Speaking from a wise soul, what's the advantage? What more can I say? My words slay with my word play. So off I spray like an AK. Mayday, mayday, I hear them say. Descovia, you're blessed. So I pray for the soul because it's the only way. Realistically speaking, most of you be going nuts like it's payday. And I'm hitting you with the combined force of fallen loved ones with the ones you did wrong, so you better manage. This hard-hitting force is causing immense damage. Forget it. Put the game in a necklock, Khabib. I'm not aiming to take out your entire team, but these fools be messy, and Batman can't fight alone to keep this hood clean. My heart is light, but the darkness on the other side will strip your soul from your very dreams if you cross anyone I love by any means. And there's magic. Let it rest. Oh, wow. Yeah, I kind of bit my tongue, and I had a hard time actually. It had been forever since I did that piece off of pure memory, but 
Practice makes perfect, right? Wait a minute. So you recited that from memory? Yes, actually, I, I did. That that wasn't read oh, wow. at all. I that tried my best there, and then I got I lost in the words. Cause I kind of forgot. It's been a while since I actually done that piece. Cause I've, I've been putting my everything into breaking these chains and making sure we the people with that mm-hmm. that message fits across. Cause we all had enough, right? <laughs> Let the magic flow. You like well, how that all right, worked there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was magic. It was really, really a great work. You know, some poets claim that a poem is like a living creature. Once it's out there, there's not much you can do to correct or improve it. While others edit meticulously, not leaving much from the original draft form. What is your take on it? What is my take on it? Honestly, I'm a. Can I be real with you? I feel like a lot of the pieces that I've composed, that I've Mm -hmm. like free write. That's the term I use when I just like go off and just writing up until I have a stopping point. I feel like some of the pieces I've conducted off of free writing actually are a lot better than the ones that I've sat down and had the time to be like well composed and just like write with with the brainstorm with brainstorming and rough drafts involved and everything. I feel like some of my free writing material actually hits harder than that. But what what I can say is I know the emotion is there, the intent, the overall message to make sure it reaches it reaches out to the person in a way, in a manner that I desire. I feel like it, it always reaches out successfully. So therefore, I can say I'm content. But at the end of the day, my intake on my pieces, I definitely like my free writing material way more than any, than any of my well-composed pieces. But the one okay. piece I would have to say I'm happy with is enough. One of the well, right. one of my actually, yeah, well-thought-of pieces that I'm proud of would have to be that one for sure. So when you recited enough, that was from memory as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Say, say it again, please. When you when you shared enough, you've already shared enough. Am I correct? You shared enough. Yes, sir. That's right. Was that from memory? Oh no, actually, that was in my notebook here. <laughs> That's oh, okay. before me. All right, all right. Because I was thinking that was incredible. <laughs> you know, right. You could remember all of that. That was. <laughs> That's a lot uh-huh. to retain in one's mind. I'm still training myself to get to that good point, sir. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, all artists, almost artists, have words that they use over and over and over again in their work. What are three of your absolute favorite words to use? <laughs> my my absolute favorite words to use? Yes. Well, magic is one of them, and honestly, I guess I can't say honestly because I haven't used honestly and um, overly well, more than mm-hmm. more than once in a poem actually for that matter. I guess I would for for the most part I would say just magic and uh, this corny phrase. What, what was it again? Me me and my uh, bro we were saying it. Oh yeah, the, just the old, just the phrase. Oh really now? Like that's an overly used phrase that I've have I have used in some of my past pieces like a lot, but it's. It became one of my favorites as well. All right, very nice. Do you have another poem for us? Okay, let's see. Hmm. I did mention about reading the poem Ice Fire, did I not? Yes, you did. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is another piece, my opinion, that, as I mentioned before, it comes from a strong point of duality. 
you can and you're gonna hear it within the piece itself. Uh, I kind of kind of let, like, let my animated side comes out to actually deliver this piece. And what I can say mostly, the light and the dark, both sides want the best for this world. Not just the world that I'm in, the world that's around you, the world that all that you love. I want want all of this just to be in complete harmony. That's what we deserve. And that's that's what I feel like we can bring if we just utilize our power and use it correctly. And here's Ice Fire. Hey. Mind you, I haven't recited this piece in a while, so it might be a little rusty. Okay. That's all right. No problem. A petrified goon with the power of ice, my fire running through the universe's veins, so... Who is he? What is these spirits of the frozen? They followed me, repent to cast away the pain into the flames. I'd rather be a member of the face without a name. Don't get yourself played like a game. You and I are nowhere near the same. Another year dying for a better change, and I must be coming before going insane. I'm breaking bad, breaking chains, breaking habits. I'm a savage. I go reckless, bring the habits. I'm bringing damage. Can they handle it? Can't hear your voice over the static. Wait a minute. Change the tactic. Lyrical attic. Morris encrypted spells. Morris code encrypted spells. Can they manage? I remain erratic. Talk on us like we ain't the best. I'm not having it. I cannot, will not, shall not be silenced under any sound. I'm going over all traveling dimensions. Our voice goes beyond the underground. And I burn more trees and forest fire in the summer. Don't play me like I won't clap back with the thunder. Don't act like we won't pull up on you. We know shooters and runners. Tired of living in the world where I'm just a number. I hope my voice hunts you snowflakes in your slumber. It's not about pride. You should have been one up and even at my lowest. I got to keep you 100. I got so much that you only know the sum of. And I see why everybody bangs. And the set put their guns up. I do what I got to do for my babies from sun, sunset to sun up. And at the end of the day, I just want to see all of us come up. Still working on that one as well. But I actually, oh, wow. and that's theme, by the way. Sorry. That's Ice Fire. Wow. What is the qualitative difference between your speaking voice and your written voice? Is there one? I want to say the quality of, quality of my speaking voice is, I prefer my, my speaking voice over my recite, over my voice when it comes to reciting. Well, my mm-hmm. rap voice per se, my spoken word voice. Like, I feel like it needs needs a couple of adjustments, and sometimes I don't find a way that actually fits the tune with some of my piece. Well, the way I say certain words that fit it in tune with, on certain pieces, but that's those are minor issues that I'm making. I'm making progress on cha- applying changes to as we speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't say. Getting back to your question. I prefer my speaking voice, this voice, yes, the one I'm using now, I prefer this voice over what I what I sound like when I recite a piece. If I could have, like, both of them combined, that would be awesome, but what, yet again, <laughs> another thing I'm still working on. Do you ever deal with writer's block? Honestly, it comes to me quite frequently. That's why I make sure I, I take my own advice. Uh, have a, I always got to have a clear... It doesn't honestly the setting doesn't matter whether it is noisy noisy background or whatever. But I could say I could say I always have to surround myself with color. I can't I can't be in a bland environment like if you're familiar with just torch like there was a there was a torture treatment that they had prisoners go through 
I can't do I can't do myself with the whole color torture where I, just like in one one setting where everything's gray all day. You know, I can't. Mm-hmm. No, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Got to be around. Mm-hmm. For, you know, love color spreads love, and that's that's to me that, that opens my eyes to a better setting, so I can have, I can have visualization and proper and proper. I gotta put it. It just it just activates my creativity. Long story short. Sorry to make this longer than what it is. <laughs> oh no, no problem, no problem. <laughs> you know, there I really saw myself to... drawing out things with my hands. Like I was, I was doing, I was doing all this ritualistic stuff with my fingers in the air and stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> got ahead of myself. That's okay. That's okay. There's an image of poets being overcome with inspiration and having to write everything out of nowhere and at once. Does this ever happen to you? Being overcome with inspiration. Yes, of course, all the time. What have, what really inspires me the most is my my baby. Without my Isaiah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't even I wouldn't even push myself half as hard as I did on my writing journey. To like, I know for the most part my vocabulary isn't the best. My jerk, I I struggled with I, I did struggle with English language growing up uh, because. There were three languages spoken in the house. There was Italian, Spanish, and French. Well, mind you, they didn't. Everybody didn't know English as a second language, but it was just kind of like, all right, here, you're you're gonna learn this. Like it was just kind of like at a late, but it was like late. I didn't learn. I didn't really learn how to speak. Like I didn't really start speaking full sentences until I turned seven, for that matter. With you know, with the fact of mind, learning was delayed and all. Well, you sound perfect today, my friend. Thank you. Greatly appreciate you. You really do. You really do. Do you have another poem? Let's see. Hmm. I actually I do. I would like to read the piece, Fatherhood, if I if I may. Yes, please. Okay. Here we go. I'm actually about to pull it up on my phone if I have your time. That's a good thing I save most of my pieces here. I, I do prefer to have the hard copy. Yes. As well. But I haven't gotten around to completing all 388 poems that I currently have. Oh. oh but here, you know, here's the interesting one. How about lyrical slaughter? And I'll just keep it. There's another another uh, rhymer poem where I can actually say I'm I'm proud of, but um, yeah, this is another piece that I've worked on. What it's actually completed, and I'm actually proud of this one. But I'll maintain censorship for the sake of the baby and all. That's around me as well. Okay, all right then. Here we go. Lyrical slaughter. All right. <clears throat> From the west to the south, a guy's been going to float. I'm streaming coast to coast. I have a lot on my dome, dancing with death on these ropes, and it's so hard to cope. Feeling the pressure in my throat, putting a lot on me. Man, you fools be doing the most, and I've been searching for God, trying to revive our hope. But y'all be playing around, thinking that I'm a joke. But y'all do nothing more other than brag and boast. You trying to look cool in front of your folk. You egg-based boys are going to crack. You in this for real, or you in this for yoke? Ruling over all, no majority vote. <laughs> you be talking about how you are a goat. Boy, that's one title you got to tote. If you're the poison, then I'm the antidote. 
curious, delirious, too serious, what is up? I don't even know. You people waltzing around like Disney, but you're putting too much on hold. I know most of you are fold. Run this and get it on the road. I'm just trying to get this and go. No fear in my heart. It's visible in my eyes because I'm on the rise. I'm on the grind. The time is mine. I'm going for it. Don't fall behind. Murder is lies. Murder is rhymes. Don't murder is rhymes. Confines of a murderous mind. Lyrical slaughter is the name of the game. And I just turned that into a crime. Mr. Rap Game Lyricist. Rhyme Master Riddleless. I will mirror this like Crystal said. I promise this. I'm a pacifist, but I will pass a fist. Your jokes ain't funny playing games, so why you laughing? Don't get G, homie. That will end quick. You will get broke down, rolled up, smoked up, and that's legit. You think just because I'm black, I'm supposed to be on some savage? You're short on a lot of things. You need to squash that noise, you stupid cabbage patch kids. Eat your vegetables, your peas, beans, carrots, and your radishes. I got to get going about my greens because my family deserves lavishness. Breaking the cycle because we can't afford any more damages. The world's a trip, but they say life's up. But you're fooling yourself, though. If a woman like Karma exists, you best believe I'm going to marry her and have her kids. Ha, lyrical slaughter is where I be at. Guys, the Scobie would be going extreme to the max. You don't know me. I put anything on the track. I would hit you so hard, Shady won't bring you back. Good night. That's it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was an incredible piece of work. <laughs> what do you think is the role of a poet in modern-day society? I believe the role of the of a poet in modern day society, where, hmm, that's a really good question. I can, and I'm getting, getting a call on. Give me one moment, please. Yes. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. There we go. Okay. All right. My apologies. Are you still there? Okay. That's right. So yeah, I think the role of a poet is to, well, honestly, you, as I mentioned before, utilize our abilities and communication. And I feel like nobody understands tranquility other than people that have the ability to be, you know, be empathetic and use work, use communication in this manner. I believe they were all designed to bring this world to a higher vibration through these powers, bring us closer to peace, stop the stop the crazy stuff. I feel like we're healers. Mm. You ask me. We're more than just spellcasters. We're healers. We're prophetic healers. You prophetic you healers. You yeah. know, you use the word spellcasting poet, and I read that, and I was like, wow, what does that mean? Tell me more about that. Oh, well, see, the thing is, I like, and I like how you asked that question. Spellcasting, what are we doing with our words or our thoughts? We're manifest, we manifest everything that we want into our reality, right? So what are you doing with your words? You're literally, okay, I want this to happen, and you speak on it. You're spelling it out. You're literally spelling your desired destiny out. That's why you have to be careful and make sure your intent, your intentions are clear. What I... I constantly tell, remind Isaiah, if you want something, don't put too much energy on making sure it happens, and don't always question the universe on when it's going to happen. Good things come to you in all due time, and make, like I said, 
if you want it, your mind will design the way for you to get it and also how to protect you from everything that's going to occur within it as well as like the obstacles, the um, possible possible people or things that are going to delay you as well, as I mentioned, as I recall, covering the obstacles and all other things. But you have to remember, you keep yourself positive and always have the thirst for knowledge. You can, you'll be unstoppable by all means. Mm. Well, let's take a brief break and we'll be right back. back. I'm here with Matthew Discovia. Matthew. Yes, sir. What is a measure of success as a poet? Measure of success? Well, yes. my biggest accomplishment is knowing that I put a smile on my son's face every day. So, honestly, I'm <laughs> being rewarded with that plus the life I'm living with everything that comes to me. So, mm-hmm. everything is an accomplishment and success in my honest opinion. All right, very nice. You know, poets hail from all over the world. Where do you hail from? I'm actually currently representing the 956 here in Laredo, Texas. Uh, that's where I'm at. State, that's where I'm stationed at right now. Well, I say station, that's where I'm located, I mean. Uh, no no mm-hmm. military term included, uh, intended. Uh, me, I'm from Los Angeles, California, for anybody that wants to know. And also, from the time that I well, was born there, and then from the time I turned two, became a native to Warren, Arkansas. Shout out to the graduation class of 2010, by the way. Love you guys. <laughs> what was it like growing up in terms of writing? What did you learn about writing growing up? What I learned about writing in terms of growing up, mm-hmm. I learned that I learned that no matter how many times you put your all into something, even through writing, you like, not, let me rephrase that. You can be your own worst critic, and regardless of how much you put your best into everything, you're not going to always be completely satisfied with what you come up with. It might have to take someone else to show you, like, hey, this is good, and or you, this, you could do this, like, you know, the format of this could be different in this manner, or you could change up how you how you worded your last piece or something. You know, like every feedback helps, but honestly, you have to find it within yourself, know where your abilities lie. If you're not happy right. with it overall, mm-hmm. if you're not happy with it overall, how you, or if you're not vibing it per se, even in the slightest, how do you expect anyone else to? So I learned right. through writing. Even if it, you know, I gotta. If I have to say it a hundred times, I rolled the dice since my youth. Life's been hard. My son's still over. He 
you know, he snaps, bobs his head, he dances and everything to that, to this day. <laughs> and, like, regardless of how I feel it, he enjoys it. You got to vibe it. If you don't, nobody else will. And, like I said, I'm hoping for the most part that I can obtain, I can obtain not only just being a, being a good writer, it means, it means so much to me, but what I really want to, what I really want out of, from all of this, is to eliminate rape culture. Rape culture, okay. child slavery, we could just put a stop on that. Everything would be easy living for me, honestly. Do you think that you were meant to be a poet? Yes. Tell me more. I feel like what makes me makes me different is the fact that I'm, I'm not afraid to embrace my duality. I have my moments where I can't be socially awkward and I'm not comfortable with the way I project. I project certain perspectives or emotions out there and just, you know, an open display. But I remember going back to what I said before, these are the very things I was deprived of as well as privacy mm-hmm. and security as a child. I didn't get the chance to utilize yeah. communication as well. So therefore being able to do this on this platform and knowing that it, it, it brings that sense, that sense of a uh, status, not necessarily just satisfaction, but it can, it can, it's, it's kind of like contagious in a way, and influential. Like you can inspire someone else just to do the same thing. That means a lot to me. It's, even though my abilities may lie in writing, there's much more mm-hmm. I want to do for the for the betterment and the benefits of this world. All right, that's nice. Again, nicely stated. Now, do you participate in open mic poetry readings or slams or anything like oh, that? Oh yes. That's what I wanted to bring to your attention. I'm glad you asked that. There, so I got I got on board with Laredo Border Slam. How what year we're we in? Oh wow! See that's that's what happens when you get wrapped up in the emotion. We're in 2021. About four mm-hmm. years back, I got with them. My first open mic where I read, I think it was a I think it was my Hands of Time poem. But anyway, uh, they from. From the moment I met that group, I immediately felt like I was connected with my my immediate soul family, like wow. hands down. Everybody from Miss B to to Bert, one of the biggest influences there. May he RIP, Robert Daly. I never gotten the chance to meet him, but he was the reason. Next to Julia, Julia um, sorry, I can't re- recall her last name right now, but along with her brother Chibi, they they all kept that place alive. And it's a very high standard. And I still think this is very it's very successful. But if it wasn't for all of them, I wouldn't be doing I wouldn't be doing this either. So the the element of inspiration comes from all corners, my son, them pushing me, making me realize like, hey, you know, don't you want him to do this with you know, with with this as well? They they help me out. Especially when I need advice on it, anything. Personal, wow. spiritual matters, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Do you have, as we're going to close out shortly, one last poem that you could share with us? One last poem that I would like to share? Okay. Let's see. I guess we could close out the poem with the with the fatherhood poem that I intended to read before. All right. Great. Okay. Give me one moment, please. I'm just going to take the time to search it up on my phone. Okay. All right. Well, answer this question while you're searching. Are, okay. are you active on Facebook or Twitter? 
Yes, sir. I am active on Facebook and Twitter. For anybody that's interested, and I have it, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. So for Instagram and Twitter, it's going to be Descovia Arts. That's D-E-S-C-O-V-I-A-R-T-S. That's right, Descovia Arts for Instagram and the Twitter handle. Okay. Screen name, I mean. And for Facebook, it's just, as you see in the, the lovely the lovely promotional flyer that you made, Matthew Descovia, <laughs> just like that. And you're going to see a picture of me where I'm proudly, like, you know, with my son, cheesing it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very nice. Very nice. And it appears I'm also having an issue finding that fatherhood poem. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave off with the poem "Leave," if I may. Live. Okay. Yeah. Leave. Live. All right. It's a very short piece. There we go. I'm about to pull it up right now. Actually, I guess that's that's how you know. You're about to do something really phenomenal because the world tries to delay you right there. <laughs> like, the time to pull up the fatherhood piece, they wouldn't go to the page. Like, oh, wait, wow, guess what? Miracles happen. I'm going to give y'all every every much more of a reason to live with the fatherhood poem. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. The immensity, this is fatherhood, by the way, excuse me. The immensity of any mountain holds me to no consternation, for I will continue to climb until I reach the very pinnacle, because you, my son, you make me feel invincible. Vida la pase, cuadro cigarro. I see peace when I look at you. Fatherhood, questionable paths of multidimensional natures brought me lucid signs from the heavens, the chaos, and even decipher codes meaningful to open my closed eyes to this new ray of light contained in life beyond any Roman doubt, I spiritually reclaim these portions of myself. I'm learning more from the from the acts of acts and encounters with these ritualistic, rhythmic, mesmerizing, colorful, mindless illusions they call dreams. For being a father to this very day. I must say I'm on the wave. I'm just floating with the gist of things. I'm barely gaining an actual understanding from the great 13 of what it actually means to be a father. My son, as of now, you had five years in this lifetime until your birthday comes again on November the 27th. I remain faithful in my beliefs. You will grow stronger than me, and you will change something about this world. For it's in your name, Isaiah which means salvation. But the details of all of the matters are covered in mind fog of my shadows following me, but it will be revealed to the light as the movement flows with everything. Time will continue to conspire against us, but you, you, my son, you will find a way to be our very salvation. And I'm more than proud to be your father because I believe in you, Isaiah. You're inspiring you're selfless, you're ambitious, you're, inv- you're inventive, you're admirable, and you're a healer. Isaiah, nobody can, pre- can prepare enough for a versatile role such as this, the position as a mother, the position as a father, 
And in nine months of her pregnancy, I doubted myself. I lost myself. I broke myself. I built and redesigned my most needed self and functions through activities while in this phase of, of a mixture between hyper-combative and just utterly confused. What the fact there were multiple factors that drove me on edge. It's not only the hormonal twists and turns and the weather and the constant weather changes that affected my cravings for outrageous foods along with my mood, but the emotionally overcharged emotionally overcharged flight extended to extreme heights. Obviously, I understand that there's more to it all than this, than being one of the central caretakers, emotionally supportive guide, and an active disciplinarian. When it comes for it, because if you ask me personally, I don't like to spank. I'd rather put you in a corner. But if you don't have any love for yourself on any level, you don't value yourself like you should. If you fear sacrifice, and being a father is certainly not the sport for you. Being a father, being a dad. I remember what being a dad stands for. Defender of all disciples. Love, appreciate, honor, value, believe, believe, believe in our very children of the future. And fatherhood has been teaching me as well as providing insightful concepts equipped with understanding the depth of our child's needs and passion. Do not turn your head away at the chance to learn while you're given a lesson on a daily. To grow with our loved ones while they remain small. For one day they will mature and to a man or a woman, because they will not forever remain as a beautiful baby. So I'm shouting it to the wind. Let the skies carry my voice until the clouds fade. I'm climbing mountains, I'm moving mountains, and I will triumph over the impossible continuously. For you, without any information, without any constellation, you are the exact reason of how and why I feel nothing limits me. You are my sword and my enhanced armor of confidence, proudly fighting by your side through all of this. Your love keeps me to stand and stay strong. What does it mean to be a father? Well, I can tell you right now, the root of the meaning behind all of this, it goes deeper than what I can summarize to you mindfully or consciously, for I'm still learning. Thank you. Father. Wow. Incredible. Beautiful, beautiful work. Thank you very much, sir. I can understand that. What is next for you creatively? Where do you go from here? Well, honestly, I'm hoping to keep hoping to keep the team growing and bring us as I said before, bring us all closer to happiness. Make make sure Safety and love become normalized. Decrease the number, decrease the number in, in crimes related related to sexual exploitation, racism, all of it. It has to come to an end because, like I said, enough's enough. And I hope you all agree with me. Wow. Well, I know I do. I want to thank you for spending time with me. I thoroughly enjoyed our interaction. I think you're an incredible poet and have a very bright future. Thank you, I sir. wish you nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. All right. Well, that concludes our program for today. I'd like to thank Matthew Govia, to thank our listening audience, 
And as I share every week, let poetry ring. You have just listened to the quintessential listening poetry online radio podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. And make sure to catch our next episode. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.